reading from Ezekiel, a book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will look after and tend my sheep. As a shepherd tends his flock, when he finds himself among his scattered sheep, so will I tend my sheep. I will rescue them from every place where they were scattered when it was cloudy and dark. I myself will pasture my sheep. I myself will give them rest, says the Lord God. The lost I will seek out. The strayed I will bring back. The injured I will bind up. The sick I will heal. But the sleek and the strong I will destroy, shepherding them rightly. As for you, my sheep, says the Lord God, I will judge between one sheep and another, between rams and goats. The word of the Lord. Me along the path of r o 
From the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through man, the resurrection of the dead came also through man. For just as in Adam all die, so too in Christ shall all be brought to life. But each one in proper order. Christ the first fruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Christ, then comes the end when he hands over the kingdom to his God and Father, when he has destroyed every sovereignty and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. When everything is subjected to him, then the Son himself will also be subjected to the one who subjected everything to him, so that God may be all in all. The word of the Lord. Sisters, may our Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, 
and all the angels with him. He will sit upon his glorious throne and all the nations will be assembled before him. And he will separate them one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. A stranger and you welcomed me. Naked and you clothed me. Oh, and you cared for me in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did it for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed. And to the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. A stranger and you gave me no welcome. Naked and you gave me no clothing. Ill and in prison you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or ill or in prison and not minister to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you. What you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do it for me. Then these will go off to eternal punishment and the righteous to eternal life. The gospel of the Lord. Good morning. And how are you? And so today we hear the questions and answers to the final exam, as I've told you many times, that here when we die, this is what and how we'll be judged by Jesus Christ. Now, I know everybody has their own thing. Paul has his reality and everybody, but here's Jesus. And Jesus is the just one who will come to judge us. And again, we shouldn't have anything to worry about if we're living God's holy will, right? So we sit there and we hear to the, in the second reading how God will conquer, has already conquered in Jesus' death. The last enemy to be destroyed will be death. And so when we come before him, we are called to be like Jesus because Jesus lives inside of us. Now again, my job as pastor is to get everyone who comes to this church, who not only those who come, but whether you come or not, if you're a parishioner of this parish, my job is to get you to heaven, correct? Isn't it make you feel good all the time or sit there and smile all the time? My main priority is to get you to heaven. And when I stand before God on judgment day, that's the way he's going to judge me. The least of the brothers and sisters that I do everything to get them before God to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. But as we now come before God on this, the last Sunday of the year, Christ the King, we've made it through a whole year liturgically. God has gifted us with this year. Now we've got to make sure that we're prepared always to stand before him. Now, of course, we're saved by grace. It's what Jesus did for us. But 
when Christ, when we're saved by grace, then Jesus comes and lives inside of us, and we must let him live his life through us. And he'll judge us by this. But whether we not only said, oh yeah, Jesus is my Lord and Savior, but I no longer live. Jesus Christ lives inside of me. So, there are three things I think that we got to focus on for Christ to truly be our King, our Lord, in charge of every part of us. The first thing we got to do is recognize him or see him. huh? And so, today in the gospel, I remember I used to have, since I was in seminary, I always wore a cross. And I used to wear it outside before I got ordained. And people would always say, why do you wear that cross all the time? I was once told to take it off when I worked at the counseling center. No, you can't wear the cross. But it was always a reminder. And I, it was my favorite thing in the world till someone stole it in Bethlehem. But that's all beside the point. That it reminded me constantly, because right on there is a Matthew 25 cross. I was hungry, and he gave me food. I was thirsty, and he gave me drink. You know, and had whatever you do to the least of these, you do to me. It was always a reminder that I can never separate God and my relationship with God than other people. We try to do this. I've told you many times, I can love God easily. I'll get up early. I'll do my prayers. I'll say whatever you want, Jesus. It's the people that drive me crazy. Not you people, of course, other people. But the reality is that's the struggle. But everything that I do to somebody else or think about someone else, I think about Jesus. So they, neither the good that we're going to heaven or the ungood that we're going to hell recognized him. So the first thing we've got to do is recognize him in the least. So to recognize him in the least, of course, is the poor. I mean, this is originally talked about Christians, because whatever you do, the least Christian you do to me. But it goes beyond that. And so if Christ is in everybody, do I see my king in every person? It's easy to talk about, oh, yeah, Jesus is in that person, that person, that person. But is he, do I recognize him as my king in all people? Do I live my faith? Or is my faith just between me and God? There is no faith if it's just between me and God. Faith must be lived in how we deal with other people. This is the judgment of God. This is what it says here in Matthew 25. So, i got to recognize him in all people. Even the people I don't like, right? Remember Dorothy Day, which you hate? She sat there and says, we love God as much as the person we like the least. <sighs> For me and all of us, so do I really recognize Christ in all people? Do I or don't I? Stop arguing about who he's in and who he's not in. Just see him. So do I see Christ? Two, do I serve Christ? And so this is what it is. I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. So is my life a life of service? Huh? As we get the new year here in the parish, I'm going to put out a thing for ministries to make sure everyone's doing some type of ministry in the parish. Why? Because to minister to the parish is to minister to Jesus. So there, we all need to do our part. So as we get in the new year, and I'll give you the sheet, I'm going to ask everybody to really sit there and focus. Am I going to be a person of service? Will I do something? For the building up of God's kingdom, which we talked about many times. Well, I serve him in the poor, and we can do that here in the parish many times. And we talked about it last week. 
So will I serve him? So first, I got to recognize him. Second, I got to serve him. But then third, I got to obey him. And that's always the kicker. huh? As I was reflecting in my holy hour this morning about it's easy sometimes to say I'm a follower of Jesus. But then when he asked me, do I obey him in all things? That's where the struggle gets. Because in some things, I'm very good about obeying Jesus, right? And other things, I am not. And I know that. And so i got to make sure that I am obedient to Christ in every part of my life. So again, for all of us, is our prayer our priority? Is it more important than breathing? Is Jesus the Lord, the King of my time? Do I fit him to my life or do I build my day around him? Do I obey all his moral commands? So do I take care of the poor consistently? Do I sit there and do I go out of my way to obey his commandments? Just because they're his commandments and I want to please him. Do I really live this life of love? And again, when we do that and we recognize that there's all of us, I hope, if we really, really, really examine our life, There's some things where Jesus Christ is not Lord of my life. huh? It can be your physical life. It can be your spiritual life. It can be how you take care of your body, how you don't take care of your body, how you sit there and you give them time or don't give them time, how you sit there and treat others. Again, go through the commandments. Am I a person that obeys my king? Or do I just say, yeah, Lord, I want to keep doing it my way. Just bless me and... Everybody I know wants Jesus to be their savior, correct? Is there anyone that doesn't want Jesus to save them from eternal damnation? Nobody that I know, unless you're a pagan. But you can't let Jesus, he cannot be your savior unless he's your Lord. And that means he's in charge of every part of your life. Your sexual life, your financial life your time. Is he in charge of every part of my life? If not, that's what today's about. To sit there and reflect, to do an examination that God wants me to live forever. He wants me to be like him. And I become more like him when I serve him as my king, when I recognize he's in present in other people, when I obey him in all things, not just the things that I like. So when you and I do this, we are preserved from eternal death. It's always for our good. Homilies like this are not to make us feel guilty. There's no guilt here. It's just for us to look, examine our life with Jesus. So I'd encourage you today, take some time with Jesus Christ and ask him, Lord, is there anything in my life that you're not in charge of? And if there is, when he reveals it to you, say, Lord, then I want you to be in charge of that. Give me the grace of total, complete obedience. You got it? You get it? You're going to do it? May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen. Let us stand.